What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm going to go ahead and invite Recorded live. To tune in to the show. Um, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Black Ice here along with my brother, The Messenger, here on POET Radio. Um, we are bringing to you another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. The Bible Show Truth Hour, we have a very explosive lesson for you today. We're asking all of you to invite people as we are inviting people to. Giving you guys a moment to get on, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Giving you guys a moment to get on the show. Um, there you go. We're going to hit that share button, and we're going to like. Um, peace and blessings, everybody. Let us know that you're out there. Say, hey, what's up? Good morning, good afternoon, all that good stuff for us, asking you guys to share the video. Is Sister Key Israel out there yet? We'll, we'll find out in a moment. We'll find out in a moment. Uh, we got another sister part of the family, too. I'm going to let you know who that is in a moment, Brother Messenger. Okay. But we're going to go ahead and invite you all out there. Um, we got a very explosive lesson for you tonight, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. And that lesson is, who are the 144,000? That is the question. That is the question. That is the question. Have you ever heard the 144,000? Now, you know, brothers and sisters, my background, my mom is a Jehovah Witness, over 50-year Jehovah Witness. Yeah. My mother. And I've always heard the 144,000, the 144,000. And I'm like, who are the 144,000? So as I began to get a little bit more mature in the Word of God and in the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I began to be able to search out and find out the answer to that question, who are the 144,000 brothers and sisters. And so we're going to share that with you on tonight's show. So any type of biblical groups you are part of, spiritual groups you are part of, we're asking you to share this video right now, brothers and sisters, as I am doing also, as Brother Messenger is doing also. We're saying peace. We're saying shalom. We're saying, how, how, uh, what is it, um, Habaragani. We're saying assalamu alaikum. We're saying hotep. We're saying what up, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're saying it all. We're saying it all. Welcome, 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 welcome to the show, welcome. brothers and sisters. Uh, we just getting it in, man. We're just happy. It is 7.34. We got one more minute. And we got 7.34. We got one more minute. And our brother Messenger will go ahead and pray us into tonight's lesson. Uh, it's a lengthy lesson. So we definitely uh, got to get in it, brothers and sisters, and and get and dedicate that time to it. So we're gonna go ahead and set up our YouTube link, um, brother messenger. Thank you for that also as well. And uh, I think we're ready. Chrissy, what's up, love? How are you? Telly, you gotta put some spec on my name, Telly Sanders. It's B L A Q I C E. What's up? What's up, Telly? How you doing, Telly? Um, 
We're going to go ahead and get it in, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead and put my phone on airplane mode. I'm going to go ahead and um, set this um, YouTube link up. And did you guys know that if you can't get us on Facebook Live or on um, TalkShoe.com, that you can get us on YouTube? So we always go back. That's right. You, You can get us on more than one place, brothers and sisters. We want to make sure that you can get us in more than one place. Brother Messenger, I think we're ready, brother. I think we are ready. There you go. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome, you two. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're in um, for another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. I'm your co-host, The Messenger. And we are dealing with the 144... Thousand brothers and sisters. That is the question. That is the question. The hundred and forty-four thousand. That is that. That's the question. Who are they? Who are they? Who are the hundred and forty-four thousand? I've heard it a whole lot throughout all of my years. I've heard it too, brother messenger. Now I want to figure out this thing out. Who are they? Sister Chris, have you heard about the hundred and forty-four thousand? Have you heard the number before? Sister Telly, have you heard the number before? Brother Jay Stubbs. Have you heard the number before? Well, let's go ahead and get into this lesson, Brother Messenger, because we got a lot of information to cover. So you can go ahead and lead us into a prayer, and we're going to go ahead and get straight into our lessons. We just ask you to get your Bible, your pen, your paper, bring all of that in an open mind, because we read the book on this show. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. Black Eyes? The Messenger. The Messenger. Go ahead, my brother. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to say thank you. Father God, you said where there are two or more gathered in your name, there you are in the midst, so we want to thank you for your presence. We thank you, Father God, for every ear that is listening, Father God, via Facebook or YouTube, Father God, every family that is represented. We pray a blessing over them, Father. Allow, Father God, us to decrease while your word increase, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let you, Father God, be glorified while the rest of us be edified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Um, listen, we uh, want to say uh, a special prayer for um, one of our brothers, um, Cornelius Weaver. His mom is in the hospital, and uh, we definitely want to send prayers and ask you all to pray for her also as well. And if you have loved ones that are out there that are not doing well that's in the hospital or if you are going through something yourself, then inbox us and let us know so that we can definitely send a special um, shout out and prayer to our Truth Hour family so that we can Absolutely. ask them also to add you on the prayer list. Now, the title of today's lesson is what? <laughs> Who are the 144,000? Who are the 144,000? Um, now, one of the teachings we've heard over the years as we studied the Word of God is the 144,000 of Revelations. Some teach that these are the only ones who would be going to heaven. Okay? Others teach that the 144,000 make up the remnant of the children of Israel and that they will be the only ones that make it into the kingdom of God. So you see already, brothers and sisters, we got going to heaven and we got the kingdom of God. You got two things already there. Now, one is biblical. And one is another doctrine. Absolutely. Now, we taught several times on this show that the Bible never says that heaven is going to be the final resting place of man. That's why Jesus says, thy kingdom come. 
And if the kingdom is coming, then why would we be going anywhere? Another lesson for another time, but we can show you that <coughs> all through the scripture. Um, now, some people say that they're only going to be the ones that make it into the kingdom of God. Well, in this lesson, we will break down the number 144,000, who they are, and when they will come into biblical prophecy. So turn your books to... Uh, your Bible's to the book of Isaiah, the ninth chapter. Yes. Let's start there, Brother Messenger. Mm-hmm. Isaiah, the ninth chapter, brothers and sisters. Turn your Bible there. And if you don't have your Bible, write down the scripture because we don't want you to leave this show and be excited about what you learn and then go and share it with people, but you don't have the proof. You got to have the proof. You don't have the information that you can say, well, I want you to go and read this. So let's read it, Isaiah 9, verses 6 through 7. In order to understand the 144,000, we must first understand the time and what it marks. It marks the beginning of Jesus' kingdom and his rule. Go ahead, my brother. For unto us a child is born, unto a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Stop right there. A government shall be upon his soul. That's why they got so mad at Jesus, brothers and sisters, the Jews of his day. That's why they got so mad at Jesus, because they said, well, in the book of Isaiah, in all the books of the scripture, it prophesied that when you come, son of God, that a government shall be on your shoulders. I don't see you ruling nothing, Jesus, son of Joseph. Jesus, I don't see you in power, but see, Jesus had two missions. When he came the first time through Mary, he came to be a sacrifice, a sin offering. When he comes back, this prophecy that we're reading right now will come into play. Read that again, Brother Messenger. Go ahead. Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, uh-huh. Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, okay. the Prince of Peace. And seven? Of the increase of his government. So he has his own government, okay, that the Jesus of 2,000 years ago have a government on this earth? Hmm. No, because he came as a sin offering. But the people who were there during his time was expecting this Jesus, the one who's coming back, not the one who came through Mary, but they just didn't understand because they had limited spiritual knowledge that first he had to do away with sin and the transgressions of man in order for us to be able to access his kingdom when he brought it. Go ahead. Of the increase of his government. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David. Upon his kingdom. Oh, wait a minute. David had a throne in Jerusalem. So it says that Jesus' throne, his kingdom, would be in Jerusalem where David's throne was. I thought we was going to heaven. I thought Jesus was going to rule from heaven. That's not what this Bible says, brothers and sisters. He said, upon the throne of David. David didn't have no throne in heaven. Go ahead, continue. And upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. 
The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So, brothers and sisters, so we got a son being born, government on his shoulders. He was already born. He was killed, put in the grave for three days and three nights, resurrected on the third day. He's sitting right now at the right hand of the Father, awaiting the time. Come on. I ain't going to give it all away. Awaiting the time of his return, and we're going to show you when his return is going to be. We're going to show you when Jesus will be coming back, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. This Bible is full of marks, seals, and signs. Yes. Again, this book is full of marks, seals, and, and signs. signs. We're trying to teach you the marks, seals, and signs that you would know what to look for. So we got a whole lot to cover. Let's go to the book of Zechariah, the 8th chapter. Mm-hmm. The book of Zechariah, the 8th chapter, we're going to read one verse now. We are blessed as Israelites, brothers and sisters. Yes. Men out of every nation will want to follow you because they will know that you belong to Christ. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus coming back and he come and gathers us from the four corners of the earth, yes. <laughs> white folks, Asians, mm-hmm. Indians, all of them going to be trying to grab at the hem of your garment <laughs> because on, they man. know that we belong to To Jesus, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are victims of the transatlantic slave trade, but in Deuteronomy 28, 68, God prophesied that because of our forefathers' disobedience, that we would be brought into another land of bondage equivalent to Egypt, Mm -hmm. where we would serve those who oppress us, but we would be taken there by ships and sold for slave men and slave women. Well, that prophecy has been fulfilled. We have... Been through that, brothers and sisters, but Jesus said, don't worry about it. I'm going to come back and get you. But when I come and get you, every other nation going to want to follow you where you go. Zechariah 8.23. Thus said the Lord of hosts. What did he say? In those days it shall come to pass that ten men shall take hold out of all of language of the nation. Even shall take hold of the skirt of him that is a Jew. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that they're going to be trying to grab our clothes? Mm, we want to go with you, Brother Messenger and Brother Black Ice, Sister Key Israel, Sister Chris. We want to go with you, Jay Stubbs. Y'all ain't going to leave us over here. You are the chosen people of God. We want to follow you. Mm. Go ahead. We will go with you. For we have heard that God is with you. And all other nations in the scripture knew that God was with Israel, brothers and sisters. You remember under Joshua, when they sent in spies, and they said that the fear of our whole city come over you because we know that the Lord is with you, the same Lord who brought you out of Egypt. Let's go, brother messenger. Turn your books to the book of Ezekiel. The ninth chapter, mm-hmm. turn your Bible to the book of Ezekiel, the ninth chapter. Who are the 144,000? Everything that we're discussing is relative to the 144,000. To the answer to this question. Who are they? We got a son that got a government. Okay? The 144,000 don't appear until the government appears. And there are certain things that's going to take place when the government is established here on this earth, and one of the things that's going to take place is what we just read in the book of Zechariah. Everybody going to want to follow us. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel, the ninth chapter. Now, the Lord has been known for sealing his servants. This is another thing that has to happen before the 144,000 can appear or the government can come. There has to be a sealing 
or a setting of a mark of protection upon the 144,000 to avoid the slaughter of the angel. The angels are the ones that do the slaughtering, brothers and sisters, just like the deaf angel came mm-hmm. in Egypt, and they had to put the blood of the lamb of the doorpost. That's right. And the side post for the angel to pass over them. Well, this is no different, brothers and sisters. The Lord got to put a seal on the 144,000 because this angel is coming to kill, brothers and sisters. Mm. He did it in Egypt, and he's going to do it when the 144,000 appears, brothers and sisters. Let's read it, Ezekiel 9, 3 through 11. Let's give you an example of how God seals his servants. Ezekiel 9, 3 through 11. Go ahead, my brother. And the glory of God of Israel was gone up from the cherub, whereupon he was, to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the writer's inkhorn by his side. So this is an angel, it says, and the glory of the God of Israel was going up from the cherub, from the cherub, brothers and sisters. Let's read more about this cherub and his mission as it relates to what Ezekiel saw, brothers and sisters. Go ahead. And the Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sighed, that cried for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. Okay. And to the others, he said, in mine hearing, go ye after him through the city and smite. Wait a minute. Go throughout the city, cherub angel, and kill. I want you to kill. That's your assignment. Go ahead and smite. Let not your eyes neither have ye pity. Don't even feel sorry about what I'm commanding you to do. I'm going to send you in there and I want you to kill everything that don't have my mark on it. Slay utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark. And begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. Begin at my church. Slaughter is going to start at the church, brothers and sisters. Begin at my sanctuary, the house of God. Continue at verse 7. And he said unto them, Defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Mm. Go ye forth. And they went forth and slew in the city. And it came to pass while they were slaying them. And I was left. Then I fell upon my face and cried and said, Ezekiel saw so much um, killing, brothers and sisters, that he fell on his face and cried. And what did he say? And said, Ah, Lord God, wilt thou destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? And what did he say? Then said he unto me, The iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great. And the land is full of blood, and the city of the perverseness. For they say, the Lord hath forsaken the earth, and the Lord seeth not. And as for me also, mine eyes shall not spare. I ain't sparing nobody. Neither will I have pity. But I will recompense their ways upon their heads. If you ain't got the mark or the seal, I ain't sparing nobody. Go ahead, last verse. 
And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as thou hast commanded. Lord, I've done everything that you told me to do. I didn't kill everybody that didn't have a mark, the old and the young. Come on. I did what you told me to do. I ain't spared nobody. I ain't felt sorry for nobody. I ain't had no mercy on nobody. Brothers and sisters, it's come. God seals his elect, brothers and sisters, to avoid this type of thing. Brother Messenger, we moving, Brother Messenger. Yes, sir. Let's yes, go sir. straight to the matter at hand. Now, since we set this thing up, we showed you that, number one, that son got to bring his government. Absolutely. Okay? But before the government can come, the 144,000 got to be sealed and protected. Yes. Okay? Once they come out of this period, and we're going to show you what this period is called, brothers and sisters, everybody else going to want to follow them Mm. to this government that Isaiah spoke about, unto us a son is born. And the government should be on part of his shoulders. Let's get right into the heart of the matter, brothers and sisters. This is where you see the 144,000 at, but we're going to show you something, brothers and sisters. This ain't the only 144,000. Come on now. There's another 144,000 that most of us ain't even taught about. We're going to share it on this show. But let's read about the first 144,000. This is the earthly set. Revelation 7, chapter... Verses 1 through 8. Now, let me share this with you. Whoever they are, as we said before, just like in the book of Ezekiel, these must be sealed and protected. Mm-hmm. This is where we read about the 12 sons of Jacob. You know, Jacob is Israel. How many out of each son and the seal put upon them? This is the count or the number from each of the sons of Jacob or Israel. In addition... There are two events happening right here that we're about to read, brothers and sisters. Come on. If you can visualize with your third eye Come on. or spiritual eye, in these eight verses of the great tribulation period, the beginning of the long-awaited prophesied reign of Jesus or Yahshua. Hmm. Let's go ahead and read it, Revelation 7. And let's do one through eight. Revelation 7, one through eight. We moving, messenger. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. Now, brothers and sisters, they're called angels here, but these four angels are also called the four beasts in another part of Revelation. But we want you to know that the four beasts and the four angels are one and the same. Go ahead. After these things, I saw the four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. Holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And why didn't he want it to blow, or why didn't he want this destruction to come at this time, Brother Messenger? Mm. Go ahead. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. And what did he say? Saying, hurt not the earth. And to what? Neither the sea nor the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. We got to seal the servants of God in their foreheads. Now, for the sake of time, read verse 4, and we're going to skip some of these. These are all the 12 sons of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Mm -hmm. And let's see how many out of each son. Let's start at verse 4. 
And I heard the number of them which were sealed. And there were sealed a, a hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. So we know that there are twelve children, right? Yeah. And it was a hundred and forty-four thousand, right? Let's see how many out of each, brothers and sisters, equal up to that number. Read verse 5. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed 12,000. There's another 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad were sealed 12,000. Now, for the sake of time, skip down to verse 8, brothers and sisters. These are 12 sons. 12 times 12,000 is 144,000. But just go ahead and read the last verse, verse 8. You can read all of them in your own time. Go ahead. Of the tribe of Zebulon were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. So, brothers and sisters, you get 144,000 because there are 12 sons. And 12,000 out of each of the 12 tribes of children of Israel equals up to 144,000. That's where you get the number from, and that's who they are. Now, they're sealing them because there's going to be great tribulation on this earth. Brothers and sisters, the Great Tribulation period lasts for three and a half years. Come on. Now, let's go to the book of Mark, the 13th chapter. We're going to come back here a little bit later, brothers and sisters. But we must be gathered, brothers and sisters, no matter where we are, no matter whose land we are in or whose rule we are under. Come on. We are all over the planet, brother messenger. <laughs> the slave ships. Stopped everywhere. Everywhere. Some stopped in the West Indies. Haiti. Some stopped in the Dominican Republic. Panama. Some stopped in Guatemala. Cuba. Some stopped in Argentina. Chile. And, of course, some stopped over here in the United States and of America, Europe, and the four corners of the earth. We are everywhere. The children of Israel are everywhere. So we got to be gathered. Let's read Mark, the 13th chapter, verses 24 through 27. Mark, the 13th chapter, 24 through 27. Go ahead, my brother. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened. And the moon shall not give her light. After these days of tribulation, brothers and sisters, the 144,000 is being sealed before the tribulation. Continue, my brother. And the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with great power and glory. I can show you in several places in this book. Every time it speaks of Jesus coming, it says that the sun is going to be darkened. Mm -hmm. Similar to what people saw when he gave up the ghost, brothers and sisters, when he was on the cross. You remember how the sun was darkened, brothers and sisters? In his return, everywhere through this Bible, when it talks about that, it tells you how it's going to look, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time about the sun being darkened, brother messenger. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with great power and glory. Oh, well, you want me to go back up. All right. Okay, go ahead. But in those days after tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. Darkness, brothers and sisters. And the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And what about his elect? 
and then he shall send his angel and shall gather together his elect from the four winds and from the uttermost parts of the earth. So he's going to pull us out of the West Indies. He's going to pull us out of the Dominican Republic. He's going to pull us out of Panama and America and Europe and Asia and everywhere we are because everybody benefited from the slave trade, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And some of us are still on the continent of Africa. So wherever we are, he says he's going to gather together his elects from the four winds. Go ahead, my brother. From the other, uttermost, the part, uttermost part of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven. So, brothers and sisters, the reason why I mentioned heaven here in this particular context is because there are three heavens. The yes. earth is a heaven. heaven. What we see in the um, sky, which is the sun, moon, and stars, that's another heaven. And then where the Father and the Son and the angels are, that is what's called the third heaven or the heaven of heavens. You can read that in Genesis, the first chapter, and it will show you, brothers and sisters, uh, the different heavens uh, that's mentioned in this book. And that's why in Genesis 2 and 4 it says, thus the heavens were finished. The heavens were finished, brothers and sisters. Another lesson for another time, but let's go back to the book of Revelation. Yes. So now we know they got to be gathered together. Got to be gathered together. They got to, Jesus going to come after the great tribulation and going to gather us for the four corners of the earth. Now, this is everybody. This is outside of the 144,000 that are sealed. This is the remnant of us all around the world. Now, this is so terrifying, but it's so beautiful to read tomorrow's news today. This book comforts us because it shows us what to expect. Hmm. Everyone around us will be in full panic mode, but you can find comfort in knowing the truth. <clears throat> Revelations 11, Come on. 1 through 13. Revelations 11, 1 through 13, my brother. And there was given me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple, leave out, and measure it not. Why is that? For it is given unto the Gentiles. See, brothers and sisters, a lot of people like to say, well, the Gentiles ain't going to be a part of this thing. Well, what book are you reading? <laughs> because it says that the Gentiles do have a place, brothers and sisters, but it says that but the court which is without the temple, they're just not going to be um, a part of that whole in, inner, inner court, brothers and sisters, but it says, um, leave that out and measure it not, for it is given to the Gentiles, the other nations. Go ahead. And the holy city shall they tread under 44 and two months. This is still part of the great tribulation period. Go ahead. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days. That's still three and a half months. Go ahead. Clothes and sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man would hurt them, fire proceeded out of their mouth and devoured their enemies. And if any man would hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy and have power over waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. 
And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them. See, brothers and sisters, this is what's going on. The 144,000 are already sealed, and this is happening while they are sealed. This is happening. The Gentiles, of course, are at the end of their reign, end of their 6,000-year reign. Satan is given full power to take over this thing for three and a half years. And he's going to overcome a lot of the men and women of God. And he's also going to overcome the two witnesses. But (laughs) watch what happens after they overcome the two witnesses. Go ahead, continue reading. It says, war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Okay, they're going to be killed. And their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Okay. And they of the people and the kindred and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half. Okay. And shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them uh-huh. and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. So they are the ones that kept telling people you can't celebrate Christmas, you can't celebrate Easter, you can't eat pork, you're not supposed to be having your church gathering on the first day of the week Sunday, but you're supposed to be having it on the seventh day of the week which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, the world ain't going to like these two witnesses because they're speaking the truth, brothers and sisters. So they're going to be killed, but this leads up to the coming of Christ, and the coming of Christ institutes the first resurrection. Let's read it. And after, and after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entering into them. Why is that again? Because this is the kickoff of the first resurrection. Go ahead. And they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. So, brothers and sisters, I wanted to just share these things with you. Uh, this marks the coming of Christ. Now, the great tribulation period is ending. The 144,000 has already been sealed. Jesus is coming to establish his kingdom on the earth. Now, let's go back to Revelation, the seventh chapter, and let's see him coming down. Okay. And sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem on this earth. Okay. And let's see what happens here. Now, he returns in full strength, glory, power. Every nation shall assume their rightful position. Go ahead, Revelation 7, 9 through 13. Revelation 7, 9 through 13. Go ahead, my brother. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number. And when he said after this, he's talking about after the great tribulation. Go ahead. Of all the nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne. And before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. So wait a minute. It's not just Israelites who's going to be here. It says a great multitude, which no man can number, more than the 144,000, because you can number that, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues. So no matter what language you speak, no matter what name you choose to call Jesus in, brothers and sisters, if you believe, yes. You're going to be a part of this great multitude. Verse 10, Revelation 7 and 10. 
and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood around about the throne and about the elders and four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are that they which came out of the great tribulation mm. and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Okay. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. And why is that? For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. So, brothers and sisters, this was the Jesus that they were expecting to see when he came through Mary. Right. They wasn't expecting to see the Jesus that the Romans could capture, that was walking around, and, 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 and you know, they wasn't expecting to see that one. They was expecting to see this one, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead real quick, read one verse, Brother Messenger, yes. Isaiah 9 and 6, and let's see the prophecy fulfilled that we just read about in the return of Jesus and the establishing of his kingdom. Isaiah 9 and 6, one verse. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. See, brothers and sisters, this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, Man, I'm going to cut some of this short because I want to make sure that we get everything. So, Sister Key, I'm not going to do the book of Zechariah 2, 1 through 11. Read that on your own. I just wanted to point out and give you another example, brothers and sisters, that everything in the New Testament Mm -hmm. can be found in the Scripture, brothers and sisters. Everything in the New Testament can be found in the Scripture. This this is this is good, brother messenger. Let me see. Let's let's go ahead and read it. I I, I just want to show you something. Zechariah two one through eleven. Let's just get through it real quick. Now I love the scriptures because everything, like I said, in the New Testament is already in the scripture. The New Testament does not replace the scripture, but it testifies of it. Let's look at the prophecy of Zechariah as it relates to the hundred and forty four thousand and those outside of the hundred and forty four thousand who are of the other nations. What will be their role when Jesus comes back, and what will be the role of the 144,000 when he comes back? Zechariah 2, 1 through 11. Let me show you something, brothers and sisters. That's why we don't want you to worry. Hmm. It seems like these other nations have such an upper hand against us, brothers and sisters. Don't worry. Zechariah 2, 1 through 11. Go ahead, my brother. I lifted up my eyes again and looked and behold a man with a measuring line in his hand. Uh-huh. Then said I, whither goest thou? And he said unto me, 
to measure Jerusalem to see what is the, the breadth thereof and what is the length thereof. Okay. And behold, the angel that talked with me went forth, and another angel went out to meet him and said unto him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls for the multitude of men and cattle therein. For I said, the Lord will be unto her a wall of fire round about, and will be the glory in the midst of her. Uh huh. Ho, ho, come forth, and flee from the land of the north, said the Lord. For I have spread you abroad as the four winds of heaven. Let's skip down to verse 8, because I want to show you something, that these people who have oppressed us, brothers and sisters, that have enslaved us, we're going to show you their role and our role as it relates to them. Zechariah 2 and 8. For thus said the Lord of hosts, after the glory have he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that touches you touches the apple of his eye. So those who have enslaved us didn't know what they was doing because they were touching the apple of the Lord's eye. Go ahead, 9. For behold, I will shake mine hand upon them. And they shall be a spoil to their servants. So we were a spoil to them at first, and we served them. So we are the servants, but now it says that the roles are going to be a reverse. They're going to be a spoil to us. Go ahead. And ye shall know that the Lord of hosts have sent me. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. For lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee said the Lord. And what about the other nations? And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto thee. So, brothers and sisters, no matter who you are, what nation you belong to, you got to go our way. And we got to stay in the way of the Lord, brothers and sisters. We are moving, brothers and sisters. We are moving. We're going back to the book of Ezekiel, the 40th chapter. The book of Ezekiel, the 40th chapter. Now, I was so overwhelmed, brothers and sisters, when reading the 40th chapter through the 43rd chapter of Ezekiel, God showed this man a look into the future. Mm. What the kingdom was going to look like, brothers and sisters. He showed him the last day. However, in this one verse, I just want to point out the place where the Gentiles would be. And remember, the Gentiles, the ones who accept this thing, would be with us Mm. as spiritual Israel. But every nation will bow before the king of Israel, even Jesus or Yeshua. Let's read it. Ezekiel 40 and 17. Then brought he me into the outward court. And lo, there were chambers and pavement made for the court round about. Okay. Thirty chambers were upon the pavement. Keep reading. Go ahead. And the pavement by the side of the gates over against the length of the gates was the lower pavement. Then he measured the breadth forth and forefront of the lower gate unto the forefront of the inner court without, and hundred cubits eastward and northward. And the gate of the outward court that looked toward the north, he measured the length thereof and the breadth thereof. So, brothers and sisters, this right here gives you all of the measurements, all of the look, all of everything that it's going to be, brothers and sisters. 
But the other nations outside of Israel, brothers and sisters, is going to get the outer court of these things. Now, who will rule over who during this time, brothers and sisters? Well, we know that the Lord is going to rule over us all, but Israel would be the ruler of the nations through Jesus, brothers and sisters. Isaiah 14, Isaiah 14, 1 through 3. Now, in addition to the punishment for disobedience, slavery mm, come on. served another purpose. Indeed. I said slavery Indeed. served a purpose for us, brothers and sisters, who went through it. Slavery taught us that if we were ever in a position where we gained power or became rulers over other nations, we would never want to treat them the way, they the way that they treated us brothers and sisters, all this was training day for us. Even slavery was training for us because the Lord knew that he would place us in power over all other nations. Ezekiel 14, 1 through 3. Go ahead, my brother. Isaiah Isaiah 14, 1 through 3. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captives, whose captives they were. So we were their captives, brothers and sisters, during slavery, but they will become our captives in the kingdom, brothers and sisters. But we're not going to treat them like they treated us. We're going to rule and reign with the Lord, brothers and sisters, in righteousness. Go ahead. Um, It says, they shall take them captives whose captives they were. Go ahead. And they shall rule over their oppressors. So those who are oppressing us, we're going to rule over them, brothers and sisters. Verse 3. And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give three rests from thy sorrow. Give thee rest from thy sorrow. And from thy fear and from the hand and the hard bondage wherewith thou was made to serve. We was made to serve a hard bondage, brothers and sisters. This is going to be our rest. This thousand-year millennium period is going to be our rest, brothers and sisters. And he's going to put us in a position where those whom we have served will become servants to us. Amos, the ninth chapter, we're talking about the 144,000, their role, the role of Israel, and the position of the other nations, the Gentiles. Amos 9, 11 through 15. Now, once the Lord brings us back into the land, no one will be able to pull us away from him. No one. Amos 9, 11 through 15. Go ahead. In that day will I rise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen and close up the breaches thereof. And I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, and all the, all the heathen which were called by my name, said the Lord that doeth this. Mm-hmm. Behold, that days come, said the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treaters of the grapes him that soweth seed. And the mountains shall drop sweet wine, and all his hills shall melt. And I will bring again the captivity of my people of Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. 
They shall also make gardens and eat the fruit of them. Mm-hmm. And I will plant them upon their land. And they shall no more be pulled up out of their land which I have given them, said the Lord thy God. So can't nobody pull us out once this great tribulation period ends. Jesus comes and establishes his kingdom, the 144,000, and those who will rule and reign with Christ and Israel will be in our rightful place, brothers and sisters. We're going to be in a wonderful position. And we want to... Definitely be among those who are in that position, and the way we do that is to keep the statutes, laws, and commandments of God. And you don't even know what to keep if you don't read the book, brothers and sisters. That's why we got to get into this book. Going to church is not enough. Singing in the choir is not enough. Learning the songs, being happy, leaving church on Sunday is not enough, brothers and sisters. What have you been educated on that's written in this book? Because that's just emotional. We're looking for something that's educational, brothers and sisters. Educate yourself in the word of God and add that to your emotion so you begin you can begin to know what you need to do. Let's go to Genesis, the 27th chapter. Now, remember the prophecy that Jacob was given and the blessing bestowed upon him? Mm-hmm. This verifies our rule over our twin brother Esau. And we just read that in the book of Amos. He said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord. I'm sorry, he said, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and of all the heathen which are called by my name. Mm -hmm. You calling yourself Israel, but we know that you are Edomites, brothers and sisters, those people who are over in the land ruling today, Benjamin Netanyahu, and those people who came by way. Hmm of the persecution of Germany and Hitler was given the land in 1948. It doesn't belong to you. You're called Israel, as this book of Amos says. You're called by his name. Come on. But let's see what's going to happen to you. What was the prophecy in the beginning for you? Genesis 27, 27 through 29. We're talking about us, Israel, versus those who are over in the land which is descendants of Esau, and their original name is Edomites. Go ahead. <clears throat> and he came near and kissed him, and he smelled and smelled of his remnant, and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord hath blessed. So this is Isaac and Jacob, brothers and sisters. Isaac kissed Jacob, and he's about to give Jacob the blessing. Go ahead. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. Let the people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren. Well, hold on. Be Lord over thy who? Brethren. So Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, was going to be Lord over his brother Esau. This is the blessing. This is the prophecy. This is what's going to happen, brothers and sisters. And you know what? He knows it. He knows it. That's why, brothers and sisters, Bill Cosby couldn't buy NBC, brothers and sisters. Come on, man. It's because it's owned and ran by Esau. Come on. It's ran and owned by Edomites, brothers and sisters, those who call themselves Jews, those who are Jewish. And Bill Cosby being an Israelite, it ain't time for him to rule over 
Esau, but the time is coming when we'll be able to rule over Esau, brothers and sisters, Absolutely. and he knows it, and he's trying to stop it from happening. Oh, come on. So uh, I think that concludes our lesson, brothers and sisters. And we thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. The spiritual set of 140. So hold on, wait a minute. We not done? No. There's more that we got to show them? We got to show them the spiritual set of the So wait a minute. We already showed them the The earthly earthly set set. of the 144,000. What else we got to show them? We got to show them the spiritual set. Hold on. There's another set of 144,000. There is. There's a spiritual set. See, we dealt with the natural set. So wait a minute. There are two sets of 144,000. We only told you about the earthly set, flesh and blood human beings. Yes, sir. So you mean to tell me we got to show them the spiritual set now? I mean, we, 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 we can't leave them. We can't leave them. Like we that. can't leave them hanging. We can't leave them. Okay, cool. Let's show them the spiritual set. Here we go. Let's go to the book of Revelations, the 20th chapter. Let's show you the second set of 144,000. You thought it was over, ladies and gentlemen, but we got more. Revelation is the 20th chapter. Now, who are they who are resurrected in the, at the return of Jesus? Come on. Everyone won't make it in this resurrection. This is reserved for those who knew and kept the laws of this book. Just being a good person doesn't qualify one to be resurrected in this resurrection. So let's go ahead and talk about this resurrection. Revelation 21 through 5. Let us show you something on the way to showing you something. Go ahead. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on that dragon, the old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. So that snake in the garden was Satan. Because it says right here that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan. Don't let nobody tell you that Eve spoke to a snake. That was Satan, brothers and sisters. Snake just was an adjective used to describe his characteristics. He was sneaky and subtle. Continue, my brother. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up. So, after the great tribulation, brothers and sisters, Satan got to be put into a bottomless pit. Then Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. Okay? We just want to show you the order of things. We know we're moving in and out of time, but just follow us. If you can't keep up, go back and watch the video. Continue. And set a seal upon him that should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. So Satan is going to be bound in a bottomless pit for a thousand years. Imagine what the world is going to be like without Satan for a thousand years. That's why it's called a rest. That's why it's called a time of peace. Go ahead. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones. Wait a minute, wait a minute, messenger. I can't let that go because there's some spiritual wisdom in this one verse. Why would Satan be put in a bottomless pit for a thousand years and then after the thousand years need to be released for a little season? Why would God do that, brothers and sisters? Well, I have the same question. And God revealed to me the answer. And the answer was, God is a fair God, and Satan is around to tempt us every day. Well, there would be children born during this thousand-year period that never knew Satan. Satan got to be released to tempt them too, to test them too. 
just like we were tested. That's why he got to be loose for a little season. They have to be tried too, brothers and sisters, in a spirit of fairness. Continue. And I saw thrones. Uh-oh. And they sat upon them. Uh-huh. And judgment was given unto them. So judgment going to be given to this 144,000 that they saw sitting on these thrones. But where did he get them from? Go ahead. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. Some of them were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. Go ahead. And for the word of God. Uh-huh. And which had not worshipped the beast. Now, some will be around when Jesus comes back, but they ain't going to be worshipping the beast. So you got two different groups of people from two different time frames. Ones who are already dead and in the grave, and ones who are alive and not worshipping the beast when he comes back. Those got to be instantly changed. Continue. Neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. A thousand years. But wait a minute now. When Christ comes back, that sparks a resurrection, a resurrection. Read verse 5. But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. Why? This is the first resurrection. So everybody is not resurrected in the first resurrection, brothers and sisters. The ones who are resurrected in the first resurrection are the ones who's going to be ruling and reigning with Christ in Jerusalem on the throne of David over the nations of the earth. That's why we said just being a good person is not enough. You got to know enough to keep the statutes, laws, and commandments of the book. Now, let's show you, Brother Messenger. Ooh, come on now. Let's show you the ah. spiritual set of the 144,000. Now, they are not necessarily the ones who make it through the Great Tribulation. We talked about that group. Mm-hmm. This is another set who have already died in Christ, Brother Messenger. Yes. They've already died in Christ or have been killed for Christ's sake. And some would be here when he comes, and they would be instantly changed to spirit beings. But let's read about this 144,000, this spiritual set. Revelations 14, 1 through 7. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion. And with him 144,000 having his father's name written in their forehead. Okay. And I heard a voice from heaven and a voice of many waters as a voice of a great thunder. Okay. And I heard the voice of harps harping with their harps. And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn the song but the 144,000. And where did he get this 144,000 from, Brother Messenger? Which were redeemed from the earth. So they didn't come from heaven. They came from the earth. So you got people teaching that there's going to be rapture. Or we're going to be raptured off up into heaven. No, brothers and sisters, it does say that we will ascend in the air. But as he's descending, we are ascending and meet him in the air and descend back down with him. That's why the first verse said, and I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion. That's in Jerusalem. And with him, 144,000. So they ascended and they met him in the air. 
and so shall they forever be with the Lord. But where would the Lord be? He's descending and coming back down. So did we finish that out at verse 7? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So let's go ahead, Brother Messenger, for the sake of time. Um, I know we ended a little bit early, but let's go ahead and go to verses 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 52. We just want to show you, brothers and sisters, that some are going to come from the grave. Those are ones who were slain, killed for the witness of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But the ones who did not accept the, the mark of the beast in their forehead or in their hands, these are people who are going to be alive when Jesus returns. And let's show you how they get in the number of those who are resurrected in the first resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15. 51 and 52. Behold, I shew you a mystery. And what's the mystery? We shall not all sleep. Okay. But we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. And we shall be changed at the last trump. Not now. Don't say my grandmama is up in heaven now. Don't say my loved one is in heaven looking down on me now because Jesus has not come back yet. And that's where you get the Bible and those who teach it versus what you're hearing at a lot of churches on Sunday and relying on what you've been told versus what you can read. If you can't read it, if you can't read it, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Now, again, this 144,000 is a special group mentioned of rulers who Jesus will resurrect from the earth or change at his coming. Revelations 5, 9 through 14. We almost finished, brothers and sisters. We got it all in, Brother Messenger. Yes, We're talking about the spiritual set of 144,000 now. Revelations 5, verses 9 through 14. Oh, oh, go ahead, my brother. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. Now, wait a minute. Remember, no one knew the song but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. Start that over again at verse 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to the to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and beasts and elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. So there's more than the 144,000 brothers and sisters who will be in the kingdom of God, but the 144,000 was a special group, a select group that was mentioned, and we didn't read it in here, but they will be all males, brothers and sisters, and it says that they will be virgins and no gal found in their mouth. So go back and read that on your own time, which was Revelation, the... Um, what was that, the 14th chapter, Brother Messenger? When we, okay, but when we went before here. But right here it says, Revelation 5 and 10, he says he's made us kings and priests. So this life is an audition, brothers and sisters, to see if you can play the role of a king, to see if you can play the role of a 
priests, brothers and sisters, how do you conduct yourself here and now on this earth? Can you be forgiving? Can you judge fairly? Or are you just judging people based on your expectations for other people, but not your own expectations for yourself? Let's go ahead and continue, Brother Messenger. Revelations 5, where we at? We at uh, 10. Verse 11. Verse 11, go ahead. Oh, no, we at 12. 12, go ahead. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such are in the sea and all that are in them. Heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. Wait a minute. The four beasts? The four beasts, brothers and sisters, are the four angels. Go ahead. The four beasts. And the four and the twelve elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. Forever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? So, brothers and sisters... <laughs> Again, we got the four beasts and the four and twenty elders, the twenty-four elders. Well, I can't let you leave this lesson without explaining to you who the twenty-four elders are. We're going to make this real quick, but I want you to be able to know the answers to these questions when people ask you. We already know that the four beasts are the angels. Let's go and show you who the twenty-four elders are. First Chronicles 24, and then we just got one place after this, and that's just one verse. we almost done, brothers and sisters. Uh, we try to go an hour on the show. We started at 7.35. It is 8.36. So we are at that hour. Just give us a few more moments. First Chronicles 24. And let's show you 24 elders real quick, brothers and sisters. Um, First Chronicles 24, 1 through 8. Go ahead. Now these are the divisions of the son of Aaron. The sons of Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Abihu uh-huh. Eleazar, and Ethamar. Okay. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father and had no children. So they didn't have no children. These are Aaron's, Aaron's sons, brothers and sisters, but he got more sons. Go ahead. Therefore, Eleazar and Ethamar executed the priest's office. Uh-huh. And David distri- dis- distributed them both Zadok and the sons of Eleazar and Amalek. Amalek, the son of Ithamar, according to their office in their service. Okay. Now, brothers and sisters, this is just showing you that these are the sons of Aaron. For the sake of time, brothers and sisters, it says that they were divided. They were divided amongst the sons of Aaron. So let's go ahead and show you how many sons of Aaron these things were divided amongst. Let's go ahead go to verse 7. Now the first lot came forth to Jehorabit. Jehorabit. Uh-huh. And the second to Jedidiah. Uh-huh. The third to Haram. Uh-huh. The fourth to Shiram. Now go all the way down to verse 17. Let's see how many we have in total. Go ahead. The one and twentieth to Jashin, and two and twentieth to Galmo. The three and twentieth to Delilah, and the fourth and twentieth to Mahazah. 
So, brothers and sisters, that's, tw- that's 24 of them okay. right there. Um, and verse 19, go ahead. These were the orderings of them in their service to come in the house of the Lord, according to their manner under Aaron, their father, as the Lord God of Israel had commanded him. So, brothers and sisters, this is where you get the 24 elders. They are of the sons of Aaron, but you know the 24 elders ain't going to make it, and Aaron not, (laughs) brothers and sisters. So, it just shows you there are going to be more than 144,000 in the rulership. There's going to be more than 144,000 in the first resurrection because we haven't even spoken about the 12 disciples. You know they're going to be in the first resurrection, brothers and sisters. So the 144,000 was a special mention of a special set that was given rulership with Jesus and the coming of his kingdom. Let's close this thing out. So the 24 elders are the 24 sons of Aaron. You can read them in First Chronicles, the 24th chapter, on your own, brothers and sisters, in detail. But his kingdom, yes, it's going to include both sets of the 144,000, the spiritual set and the natural, and the natural or earthly set, the 24 elders, the four beasts, which are the angels, even more angels than that, the 12 apostles, brothers and sisters, and the nation of Israel, and all the nations of the earth, brothers and sisters. Deuteronomy 10 and 17. Then what will Jesus be? Go ahead. For the Lord your God is God of God and Lord of Lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regarded not persons nor taketh reward. So, brothers and sisters, that's why he's called King of Kings and Lord of Lords, brothers and sisters, because once his kingdom is come and established, Although Satan got to be loose for a little season, it ain't nothing Satan going to be able to do once Jesus comes back. And we ain't even talked about the Father coming back. This is just the Son. (laughs) See, the Father can't come until the Son defeats that last enemy. And that last enemy is death, brothers and sisters. And when he defeats death, sin will also be defeated. Remember, the first resurrection is a thousand years before the second resurrection. The second resurrection is the great white throne judgment. So if you are lucky enough and blessed enough, well, not lucky, if you are blessed enough to be in the first resurrection, you ain't got to be judged because you've passed the test. You've passed the audition of this life to qualify for that life. But what if grandmama and mama didn't know the words of this book? What if they didn't keep the Sabbath day, but they went to church on Sunday because that's all they knew? What if they celebrated Easter and Christmas and wore crosses and did the things that this Bible told us not to do? But they were good people. They fed the hungry. They clothed the poor. They gave the charity. You know how Grandmama accepted everybody Everybody in their house. Yes, he fed. Everybody on the block was your child. Everybody. And you fed them and everything. So they were nice people, brothers and sisters, but being a nice person don't qualify you to be in this first resurrection. They would have to come up with those of us in the second resurrection, brothers and sisters, and be judged according to their works. According to their works. So if you're not doing good deeds out there, brothers and sisters, 
It's time to start doing good deeds because you're not going to be judged by how you feel or what you think or how you feel in your heart. Revelation, the 20th chapter, say every man is going to be judged according to his work. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the 144,000 lessons. We dealt with both sets, the earthly set and the spiritual set. We went all through this Bible, the Old Testament, well, the Scripture and the New Testament, brothers and sisters. Line upon line, precept upon precept. And here a little, there a little. We need y'all to share this video, man, and get more people involved. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Truth Hour TV, and subscribe to this group page also as well. If you thought that this lesson was a good lesson, if you thought that we taught from this book called the Bible, not out of our own mind, not out of our own thoughts, brothers and sisters, then share this lesson, brothers and sisters. Share this lesson. If there's some information that you didn't know and you now that you know it, you want somebody else to know, share this lesson. <laughs> brothers and sisters, we thank you for your time. Uh, for our YouTube listeners, if you want to be reminded of when we come on air and you want to tune in to our Facebook live feed, which is um, the Truth Hour Bible Show, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Peace and blessings, YouTube. Peace. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pray us out, Brother Messenger, and then we will see if we have uh, time to take callers. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Father God, thank you, Father God, for allowing us to decrease while your word increased, Father. We pray, Father God, a blessing on every person, Father God, that is listening, Father God. As we depart from this place, Father God, but not from your presence, we pray a covering. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you in advance. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for that, Brother Messenger. Yes, uh, man, this was a powerful lesson, but I knew that it would be when we were preparing it, brothers and sisters, and I knew that we had a lot of information and people wanted to know about the 144,000, and so we wanted to give them that. Chicago, you allow me to hear? Chicago, say your name and tell us what you're about tonight. Another Black Eyes production. Brother Hebrew. What's going on, my brother? Bob Gilead in the building. What's up, brother? Brother Black, brother, uh, brother Messenger, excellent reading, brother. Excellent, 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 uh, excellent lesson. Uh, a lot of history, uh, a lot uh, to digest. Yes. And I'm sure the people are full. Takes a, you got you got to have a good understanding to minister a lesson like that. You will not hear that in your in most. Uh, of your uh, secular churches, you would not hear that type of lesson. Uh, never in all. <clears throat> in addition to that, uh, we showed you showed the people that uh, the Lord's house should be called a house of prayer for all people and not just Israel. Yeah. And and you also showed them that that the people are going to uh, rule and reign with Christ. That means they're going to be God. And then you have a flesh and blood uh, that's going to live into the thousand years, the people that's going to be born in a thousand years. A lot of people don't have knowledge of that. Yeah. And so uh, God is not a separatist God. So we cannot be separatists. When he said that my house should be called a house of prayer for all people, that means that it will be as he said, and it's going to be done in righteousness. So right. anybody who feels like, 
or we're going to have slaves and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, the Lord said uh, uh, you're going to spoil them, but you're going to spoil them in righteousness because right. it's, not, it's going to be the kingdom of God is about righteousness and not right. dictatorship and rulership uh, on a flesh and blood level. So, amen, excellent lesson. Uh, uh, Rick, uh, uh, we're broken down real good, and and uh, uh, the Gentiles have not, uh, that's the only thing, black, the Gentiles have not ruled for 6,000 years. The, uh, man is only given 7,000 years. So, you know, other than that, everything is right on point, brother. Thank you so everything much. Everything is right on point. Thank you so much, my brother. We appreciate that. Um, that is our brother Julius from um, the Bomb of Gilead, um, which is live on Thursday nights. And you can ch- catch our brother on Thursday nights. He's on Facebook Live. Go and subscribe to the um, Facebook and YouTube channel, Bomb of Gilead, B-A-L-M, Bomb of Gilead. Let's go to Chicago. Chicago, you're out there. State your name, Chicago. And tell us what um, you thought about tonight's lesson. Greetings, my brothers. Hey. How are you guys today? Like always, you guys really teach and you study and give the reference where you can read it for yourself. That's one of the things, only one of the things that I love about you guys. And keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to see you on the 12th. Uh, We'll talk about that after the show, okay? You going to call me? Yes, I am. Okay, that's a good day. I'll be right here, babe. Okay, all right. Uh, Texas, you're out there. Texas, state your name and tell us what you thought about tonight's show, Texas. Texas? Make sure your phone is not on mute. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for tonight, brothers and sisters. We thank everybody for tuning in. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.